welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room that we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. Gemma, we escaped Woo! your room. Big finale. Big you... finale? You did. Excellent work. Well done. And um, as typically happens, you came in. I, I always do this. You came in saying, I'm worried it's going to be too easy. And <laughs> now we made it work just fine. <laughs> I was. Yeah, I was a bit worried. It's it's very it's a very linear game. So I was mm, worried that you true. guys would just sail through it so super quick. But luckily you got a bit hung up on a, on a few things. Um, so that was <laughs> stupid pigmen. <laughs> I didn't expect pigmen to show up in the room, but uh, um, yeah, so there are a few points in there where I sort of wondered, oh no, is this a natural progression or is Gemma taking pity on us and giving us things a little earlier? No, I didn't do that at all. Ah, oh, wow. No. So you did it. It was, all... it was mostly for me and things that were happening to me in the box. I gotta say, and just in terms of like size, and I know this is purely coincidental, all right, and not in t- and not like an intended thing on your on your end, but I kind of mm-hmm. love that like we started this season, and it's like, you know, the rooms start. You know, we had like these sort of prison things. They got a bit bigger. They got a bit bigger. We got these multi room things, and then we hit like we had carnival, multiple attractions, huge thing like with Ferris wheels and things like that, and then we had um like a like a big spy epic with a with multiple kind of locations on a boat there. and then we had this like big literary thing with mil- like this huge amount of items and objects and 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 multiple rooms and a little house mm-hmm. and i kind of then love that we get to the final room and it's just like there is one box <laughs> and one and tree one tree and it was this sudden like nice. oh my god like and it was just this like pure sort of thing and i really love it as this as the final room or the final guest room is this, it kind of, yeah, it's like this big build up and then it just goes, and there you are. Now, is... get rid of all the extra stuff. Like, don't worry about it. That's all. We don't need any of that. We just need one tree, one box. It is really impressive and how many great. things you made us able to do with three objects. Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah. I, I didn't a, really kind, kind of, of think of it like that. I just, I know that I would get really confused if there was too much. Um, I remember listening to the room that Tommy Honton did for you. And I was just like, <laughs> mind blown. I the biggest of all rooms. I could yeah. not keep track of all that stuff. I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yes, you, say the, you say the room that Tommy ran for us. It was the three-hour sci-fi script that we were part of mm-hmm. for an episode. That we made I mean, happen. Fantastic. But yes, it was Like, this... calling it a script makes it sound like he railroaded us through it. But no, no we made it. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the sci-fi audio drama we all made together. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was, um, I, 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 I liked this, this sort of, like my map is literally a, myself, a tree in a box and that's mm. it. Uh, so what was the, like you said it was quite linear and, and, and thinking back it, it was, so what is the flow of this room? Like if we sort of broke it down now, what the very first thing we can do is Danny has no options and I have tree exploration options. Yeah. You can use my spider knowledge to help you with spider knowledge. Stuff. So that's my away. contribution at the start. Yeah. So the first couple of things that you can do are getting rid of the spider and finding the piece of paper, and uh, also and getting it out of my pocket as well, I suppose. Yeah, and also looking at yourself and finding the piece of paper in your pocket. Um. So then your the pocket paper, I suppose, doesn't go anywhere until we get the pigment is required. 
to reveal what is desired. That's right. Yeah, that's so. what allows. Until then, pop, pocket paper doesn't matter if you found it. It's it's gate, gated straight away. Yep. So I need a bit more freedom before we get that. Yeah. Which is good. I like this idea of you have several things that you can mess with in little ways out there, but you need. I I am the gatekeeper, and you have to unlock me. That's a fun way of doing that. Yeah, that was um kind of unintentional actually, but yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So then you and can yeah. get that. Then it does. That, that's kind of the only thing that you can do, like two things at once. Like, where you can mm. find the pocket paper whenever. Yeah. Um But otherwise, but the spider it's... paper didn't get us anything, did it? Because that spider we needed to get the front. pocket paper and combine them later on. So what was the first thing that we did that we unlocked? Uh, the flowers. Oh, the flowers. We yeah. had the flower colors. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like this, the kind of the opening point. Which frees your left leg, which lets us deal took, with a woodpecker. That took me a while to get that to done. To try yep. and use your left leg. Foolish. Um, Very the foolish The woodpecker gets us... The directional lock, the directional which is lock, my left hand, which, which gives me a bit pigment more freedom. Is required. Then we can use the spider paper and the other paper. That got me most of the shapes. Which got me most of the shapes. We had to then do a little extra search of what had happened with the box to get the final shape. No, to get the key. Uh, no, yeah, we needed the cockroaches for the key. Yeah. Yeah, so that is... um. So basically, you hit an end point uh, where there's nothing that you can do. Once you've um got got rid of the spider, um, you, there's there's nothing that you can do after that. Um, mm -hmm. So then I have to come in with more narrative and say that there's uh, cockroaches in the box tickling your feet. Otherwise, the game would just stop there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, that's totally fair. And sorry, not, I like um, the idea. Sorry, yeah, not after the spider, after the shapes. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And I, I kind of like the idea of saying, "Oh no, there is now a way in," and we can reason that as saying, "Cool, we've, we've made some gaps now by what we have by the chains that we've released so far." So that was nice. It did still feel, even though it was like GM intervention, it was because of something that we'd done. It felt appropriate that way. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Um, that was nice. Yeah. Be uh, apart from drawing a very evil spider, and it, I'm so impressed with my cockroach. I, I really like it. Um, it looks artistic. It doesn't look frightening, but it's still Perfect. definitely a cockroach. Um, beyond that, looking at favorite puzzles, I quite like the woodpecker one. Mm -hmm. I like that because it's a good way to translate something new to directions. Because that's often a thing with directional locks that it can be hard to hide directions. Yeah, for they are sure. so often just like you find arrows somewhere, or you find a shape that you want to trace, or you find like even when people hide them, they often hide them kind of explicitly as directions. Mm. You know, like it's a it's a follow this map from point A to point B, and then realize you put in the directions that you're following. Yeah. Whereas for this one, you don't even need to ever say the words up, down, left, right to make it work if you don't want to. No, it's like because like it's top just the box. The box. Yeah, you can say the, the lid box. of the box, the bottom, yeah. and just the side. The side, where because we of, already yeah. know that it's my left. And foot. you know you can't get right. Like I kind of love that as a, as a translation mm. of of like a sound clue and environment clue into than a directional lock because they're, they're often hard to, to, to make fit. Um, that was that was very fun. Was there a puzzle that you, or a part of this room that you enjoyed when like, like I know you des you designed this room like two years ago, so I don't know how much you remember <laughs> yeah. about writing it, but was there something that you liked when you put it together, that you, when you wrote it? Do you anything... have a shiny favourite? Um, I 
I just really so my inspiration, which you may have guessed, was uh, was the Saw films for this uh, room, and I just kind of wanted to make. And also, two years ago, you hadn't done a scary or a horror room, so this I I, I just set out We've trying. Still only basically done one. <laughs> I set out just trying to do something that you hadn't done before, and also, mm. um, I think back then as well, you hadn't. Uh, like had character knowledge before the game as well so i like mm, that element. Those, even then if those, we have done it I, it's quite rare i like that yeah. i like bringing in a skill yeah so i liked i like that i like the fact that you're separated um and i like mm. the horror aspects um so those were what i was trying to bring to the game rather than the individual puzzles themselves um yeah, yeah that's, those, fair. I was, that's what i was i was very for. nervous at the idea of us being separated like as soon as you said, "Ah, oh, can I give you messages of like give you images and things separately?" That made me. Uh, that always worries me. I'm always afraid of that. I know it's so good. It's my favorite thing in actual escape rooms. Things that are mandated teamwork. Mm. I really love those. But yeah, in one of these, it scares me. That's a lot of pressure. Everyone matters. Oh my god. So there was something um funny that happened right at the beginning. Um, in that. <laughs> When you were inside the box, uh, Danny, I can call you Danny now, can't I? Um, <laughs> and you were saying, you know, how's my air and stuff? And that's that's not even something that's come up and it's not something I even thought about. So I had to kind of think of that on the fly. But then Bill was just like, oh, yeah, well, you know, you've got an hour's worth of air. And I was like, <laughs> well, he's just improved my game. Like in the first <laughs> five minutes, he's come up with something <laughs> that was a really good and idea. And then I proceeded to ruin the game for the rest of it. <laughs> Yeah, I hadn't even considered that. So if you remember, do you remember what it was like coming up with this and like how you formed this room? No, not really. What your starting points were? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Well, um, actually, you you have a different perspective of this than most people do writing the rooms and that we very rarely do. But Mm -hmm. we've been doing, um, for our Patreon donors this season, we've been doing like a retrospective on our very first season, right? Looking at our old rooms. And there's something interesting about looking at an old room and coming back to it years later and thinking, oh, you know, here's what it's like. Here's what I would change. Have you had anything with this? Like you wrote this two and a half years ago um, and then you've, you've come back to it just recently. You've looked at it again uh, to run on the show. Is there anything that you thought, looking at it, that you thought, oh, I would change that if I was doing this now. Or anything you that know. you went, oh man, did I write that? Good on me. Yeah. Is, is there anything like coming back to it after a while that, that when you ran through it, you thought, oh, that's interesting or that's cool or that's silly or I, you know. Yes. Yeah, so if you wrote this today, I, would you write it the same? Yeah, I tweaked a few things. Um, I think I if I had had more time, um, I've been quite busy over the last couple of weeks, so I haven't really... For some reason. You haven't spent the whole two and a half years nah. just doing this room? Well, since, since since I knew that you guys wanted to wanted me to GM this room for you, it's only been a couple of weeks and I haven't had that much time. So when I got to it last night, only last night, I thought to myself, oh my gosh, that the, the, um, the counting the coloured plants, uh, that's so easy, and I would definitely try and make that more difficult. Um... And then mm. also, I really liked the direction, uh, like with you, with the mm-hmm. sounds. I like that. Yeah, that's a, that's um, a beautiful little But one, one thing that I did change on the fly was the herbs. Um, and that is because, uh, so I had told Danny, wasn't it, that you knew that spiders <laughs> don't like citrus, mint and eucalyptus. 
And originally I had all three of those at the on the tree or at the base of the tree. So you could literally mm-hmm. use any of them. So then I thought, actually, what I'm going to do is only is make it so that you can only use one of them. So it just gives a tiny bit of extra thought. Yeah, like, it makes it fair. a solution rather than like a whole bunch of stuff. Because you yeah. feel like you hadn't finished the puzzle yet. Yeah, if I, yeah. Had, if I had all three, I might go, oh, no, what do I have to do with these three things to yeah. make it right? Yeah, that hadn't happened so during any of the playtests. They were just like, oh, just grab them all and shove them all in the hole. And Yep. Um, you know, so it worked, but I'm actually glad that I did change that just for you guys because I think it would have made it mm. more <laughs> complicated. Also, I don't know how intentional how intentional was it that when we just got the spider note, uh, so the first bit of front, yeah, that it does look just enough like numbers or letters to throw us off. But then once we get the second piece, we go, oh, okay, I understand what we're supposed to be doing now. Is it was tantalizing. Stupid nils or 2771U. Um, that was not intentional at all. Um, that is something only you guys Everyone makes their own on. red herrings. Yeah, and I do also just wanted to uh, just explain why it says front. And it's because if you were physically playing this, I'd have the piece of paper. You, you would have the uh. actual piece of paper, which is what I'm holding up here. So- so that makes the sure word that we don't front, rotate just it. make sure that that you have it in the right. You know the, the right I, what, uh, by the time we had the second one, that was absolutely what I was thinking that it was there for. Yeah, what you would do in an ideal world is just put one of the pieces on top of the other and then look through it and you could see the numbers. Mm. Of course, um, that makes sense. Yeah, because they would actually line up properly. Yeah. And I did I did think, I thought, shall I send it to you and say you need to print this? And then I thought, no, because then you're going to see it before you do it and... So I, I figured you'd be able to work it out. <laughs> and yeah. we don't have a printer. Yeah. We do, but it has no ink in it. And <laughs> ink is expensive and hard to find. It's more expensive than printers. How do you know what ink you need? I don't know. Yeah, you got to check serial numbers. <laughs> um, yeah. So so thinking about that that other element, right? You, you're saying you're kind of not super happy with the count the flowers in terms mm. of its difficulty. What now would like we can we can chat for a second? What would you do if you wanted to make it more of a puzzle mm. in terms of counting? Yeah, the, they the obviously like, color association still good. Yeah, there is one thing to me that is an element you could play with. No, classic thing we deal with colors, right? We've got like red and we have blue as options. You could have purple oh, flowers. Mate, I see. And then maybe you have to double count the purple Ooh. flowers and the reds and the blues, or maybe you That's like I wouldn't know tricky. exactly. It's hard because it's a bit hard to interpret what purple would mean in this context, but maybe there's something like that. You'd be like, well, that's blue and red, so it counts as one blue and one red. Um or things like that you yeah. could possibly play with, right? It's... Color mixing, color matching. I think that could work. I think that's a good idea to think about. That's interesting. Mm. It's hard. You've got to make sure you've got enough colors so that it's not like all mixes because that'll be confusing. Like if it was just orange, purple, green. Oh, that'd be too much. Yeah. You maybe do one mixed color. Yeah. And that's, the, that's the puzzle. Like you, that's like the, I can't just count the flowers. I have to do one Something. step. Um, maybe. Is there anything else that you would think, think of? That you yeah. Could do Any thing? other thoughts? Um, like, do you think if you you're could... writing it, you'd have something different? Yeah. I, I kind of think like sometimes with those. And this is what I did with the shapes, actually. So you don't get all of the information <laughs> straight away. Yeah. Um. So you could think that those are the only flowers, but then you find a couple of other flowers somewhere else. 
Um, what if they'd What if they'd set me up to look like I was in a uh, in a um, grave, uh, a coffin? So they'd given me a bouquet of flowers to go with it. Yeah, something like that. Bouquet of flowers for the coffin. Oh, I wow. don't know how we would ever manage to That's see actually... it, but it's a fun image. But even if it wasn't for you, even if it was still on the outside, even uh, if you had the idea of like, there's the coffin, and you know it's a coffin because there's, there's a, a bouquet there's like of flowers a, on a top of it. There's a headstone next to it that says "Here lies L and and a, and a bouquet well, of flowers. You don't want a gravestone. That's a lot. That's a bit much. That looks like a clue. Yeah, but some you know, there's a bouquet of flowers, there, and then you describe oh. the other flowers, and it's up to the player to think. Wait a minute, wasn't there also more flowers? That's a great idea. I like that. And then that's the puzzle. It's still just to count the colours, <laughs> but the puzzle is realising that you have two ele- two aspects of the Sinister flowers. teamwork. And yeah, yeah. And it's also a fun, it it's a, allows you to play with the narrative. It allows you to add more of like, you could, you know, the feeling of this is like an evil, creepy person. That's you know, funny. Is, so yeah, that, that's a good that idea. could like definitely that. be a thing of just like putting some flowers somewhere else, apparently. That... My other thought was you could have a, yeah. you could have like a bird's nest and there are flowers in there as well, like a bird's oh, yeah, collecting a woodpecker. little, little I like the woodpecker. He was my favourite character. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't the person that put you there. Oh. Shh. <laughs> at least, unless that was the woodpecker. <laughs> and why did you settle on a uh, funnel web? Did you just look up nasty Australian spider? Yep. That's exactly what I did. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so I'm sorry that they don't actually live in a tree. I didn't really think oh, about it to that extent. They <laughs> very well right. may, because all we really know is they like dark holes. And oh, typically we talk about that as on the ground, but I haven't looked into whether or not you can find them in trees. Yeah, I just needed a, a creepy crawly that was pretty nasty that you wouldn't want to touch. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's why I looked at that. And also to play with the fear element as well. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to, I basically, I just had the ideas of what I wanted, the the elements, and then I did that first and then just did the puzzles after that. Mm-hmm. So they were definitely secondary. For what it's worth, out of however many funnel web spider species there are, there are two Australian funnel web spiders that predominantly live in trees. So you're all good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I didn't even bother trying to make it true to life. That's the <laughs> beauty of a, of a of an escape game, especially in audio. Yeah, absolutely. One. What what am I gonna do? Tell you no? <laughs> that wouldn't be in a tree. I don't man, stop the game. <laughs> the weirder part is having a funnel web and a woodpecker in the same tree. Where are we? I assume we don't have we don't have woodpeckers, do we? I've only seen. I don't think anywhere in the world actually has woodpeckers. They're just in cartoons, right? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we do. No, I hear them on my walk. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's adorable. Oh my god! I have to go back to where you live. Yeah, they make a really cool noise. I You can always hear them. You can't see them. They help you make your way home because they kind of hammer out left, up, up, down, <laughs> down, left, right. Oh, thanks, Woodpecker. Now I know how to get home. That's really exciting. I'm sure like to someone who hears them constantly, it's just one of those funny little things, like when we go to America or anywhere in the Northern Hemisphere, basically, and I go crazy over squirrels. Oh, God. Now those, yeah, I see 10 of those a day, every day. They're yeah. such little cute, bouncy, cute, <laughs> cutes. Do you have chipmunks? No. Oh, I've never seen a chipmunk. No, I haven't. They're just squirrels without tails, right? Yeah. They have little tails. They sound so cute. They, they, they have little planes and they, they dress up like rescue faces. rangers. Exactly. Um, 
But no, yeah, it was really fun. So what else was there? The, the, there was the flowers. We did the braille. The braille at the end is fun. It's nice to just mm-hmm. have that back and forth. And I like giving us, uh, it's a silly thing. And I know that I'm probably not as funny as I could be when it comes to this sort of thing. And that someone who is not me could do it in a much better way. But I like when we have the opportunity to, because we're doing a puzzle that is sort of long involves communicating things like that. Being able to try to say them in funny ways. Oh, yeah. Just you like, know, cool. weird ways, like an L, backwards L with a bit missing. Exactly. And that sort of thing. It's the bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. You get to build up a little bit of a See silly, how much we can communicate without actually saying them. stuff. I was quite impressed that you said, um, you know, this just goes to show how well you guys know each other, but you just said the Tetris piece that you hate the most <laughs> and he knew what you were talking about. I was like, whoa. I almost went for the, I saw the first thing you said Tetris piece. I saw might the, be the one that was like the full side and then one in the middle. and thought, wait a minute, oh, no, no, that's, that's the Tetris that's piece everyone's. you love to Yeah, get. that's the favourite. right. The worry was that you'd find one that was, you know, the flipped version of the one that I was after, but yes, I true. trusted you. Uh <laughs> Yeah, no, it was it was it was good. There was um, it some... kind of all came together nicely. I did it took us way too long to think of blood being a pigment. That's true. I, I did we had feel plants foolish for a pigment, but we'd already used those. So it's kind of it's one of those ones where like a lot of our problems or a lot of our attempts that didn't pan out were the sort of ones where if they did pan out, it would be a bit bad. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it, our things that failed, it was good that They're they good failed. That they failed. Like reusing the flowers would have been a bit. Bad, yeah. you, like you wouldn't really want to reuse the flowers. If the answer had been the number of sides of these shapes without yeah. any hinting, that would have been a little bit bad. You it know, wouldn't if have been, been as the good names as it was. Yeah, without hinting, would have been a bit. You know, yes. so it's kind of like as soon as that like, you you attempt it, and and then when as soon as you get the no, you're kind of like, oh, good. Like I'm glad. Like, Absolutely, if that would have been bad. I'm glad it's not a bad puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> was there anything that we did that was substantially different from playtests? Um, so Bill climbed the tree um, before he needed to, which nobody's done that it before. It was a cool tree, um, and that was okay. That was okay was though, fine. because not all of the spikes were there, so yes, there was no way even, it could have broken. It wasn't it. even that betrayal of like, yeah. well, actually, now that you look again, it was actually a different thing to look at. Yeah, so that was perfect. Yeah, I, I that was actually one of the things that I was just like, oh, but yeah, he can climb tree and it's absolutely fine because not all the spikes are out. Well done, Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't intentional, but yeah, that, that's it. That worked. Um, I absolutely loved, and this again, not intentional at all, but you did find a clue that wasn't meant to be and that was the, <gasps> the reds in the pigment, um, the little Oh, that rhyme. was clever the way you said that. And, uh, um, but uh, yeah, you sort of yeah giving us the things where anytime we did something associated with red because of that, you went yeah, you you get a feeling yeah, yeah that something is right about this. Yeah, well, as soon as you, as soon as um, Bill said, "Oh, there's red at the end of each sentence," I was like, "Is there? Oh my god, that's amazing!" <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> but it was funny also because um, when you were stuck a little bit, and it was before Bill had checked his own pockets, um, mm. you you said, um, "Oh, I'll just get my mobile phone out of my pocket," and then um, I yep. was like, "Yes, yes, yes." <laughs> I yes. was thinking, I was thinking I should check pockets. <laughs> And so I made the mobile phone joke and then never thought to continue on yeah. that thought and check pockets. Yeah. That was actually when we found the shapes in my right-hand pocket. That was when I thought you were being generous to me. And that if you were feeling a bit meaner, you could have just waited for me to say, oh, well, he checked his pockets. I'll check my pockets. Ah, no, that bit was, um, that was how it was written. 
Ah, well, yeah. it would have taken me a long while <laughs> to do it, so thank you. Yeah, well, I, you still, I don't know, it's, it sort of backfired a little bit because when I, I, so I went ahead and just described that your hand just fell to the floor and then you found a shape and then rightly you kind of think, okay, so I'm done with my right hand, but yeah, you, you weren't, was... so you, you still could feel around ah, with yeah, it on, on your own. And then you would have found the braille. So, um, although to be fair, yeah. I think that would have happened the other way around as well. Like if we had used your right, if like Danny had freed a right hand and used it to find the braille, we would have then not thought to check our own pockets. You yes, know? yeah. Because it's like <laughs> I'm done with the right hand. So that is that is a t- an interesting one to balance. Because you're right. Like as soon as you've done one thing with it, you want to check it off, and and move on yeah and um, i don't know if you find that danny but sometimes you have to give a little bit of extra narrative to move the story along like i did there because i didn't sure. expect you to use your right hand twice to find two different things so i had to kind of <laughs> give one to you but then you risk the same scenario <laughs> i have absolutely hap- had it happen many times and am yet to do anything to solve the problem <laughs> of two things that need to be further inspected in the one area mm. and like putting too much focus on the second one so everyone completely forgets that the first one ever existed or that there was another option to go on. So, yes, very much a thing that I can understand. Yeah, yeah, that's that's tricky. Mm, it is a hard. But, hey, you, you handled it well. I didn't, I didn't notice anything out of place with how that went. Good. No. My only problem is that I've still got an onion leaf and I haven't done anything with it. Oh yeah, I was going. Um, <laughs> I was going for chives with that one. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, like I said, that literally only changed for you guys. It was it was going to be mint and uh, lemon lemongrass. Ah, and, I wonder yeah. if you could play with still having the lemon. I was just about to say, I wonder if you could still have lemongrass with the response being, "That's not real citrus." <laughs> Well, it's not a lemon. Now, it's oh, lemongrass. Hang, hang on, hang on. I have to remember now um, because you didn't. Uh, did you listen to our live show at Recon? No, no. Because there is a puzzle about using various scents to get rid of various bugs. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was oh, that's quite familiar. right. Yeah, remember? Yeah, with the different. We had some ants, and we needed a scent to get rid of them. But then the scent to get rid of ants attracts wasps, so you, so you got to get rid of that. Scent to get rid of the wasps. <laughs> yeah, that was great. It's like a logic puzzle that's not a logic puzzle. It's just lots of bugs bothering you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that felt very reminiscent of that. So we used. I, I know that I had something lemony somewhere in that one. Mm, I'm sure. But then not the other scents. So I was, okay, uh, on my notes for that episode, I just have lemon. I was all ready to defend it saying, whoa, whoa, no, lemongrass totally counts because I thought I might have used lemongrass. It was just lemon. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, that was that was a great way to end the, the guest it is game the end, master isn't it? season. There's a Christmas room next week. Uh-huh. And then, are we going to say what we're doing next? We might do a little bit of something in the holidays, but then we're just going into a shiny new season. We will be a shiny new season. And I think it's going to be... Another standalone season, yeah, but of Danny Rooms. We are going out of the ordinary for this. I haven't written non-arc rooms in a while, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to go back to a regular season one style thing. 
Yeah, just a with normal better notes. standalone season from, of Danny Rooms. And Hopefully then I think, better everything. I think possibly a connected arc after that. Maybe. We'll have it's going to be a whole year of rooms. me. Yeah, guest rooms in guest a different rooms format. Pete. So yeah. we'll have to figure that out. Yeah, we can scatter guest rooms in a bit more, uh, like at regular intervals mm. rather than as one huge second half of the year chunk. Yeah, but we'll have to figure out what we're doing and, and uh. where to place them. But uh, I think that'll be the, 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 the form for next season. Yeah, that's the plan. So... Uh, I think we should say a big thank you, not just to everyone who has listened to this season, thank you so, so much to all our guest GMs. You're putting in a remarkable amount of work and, uh, let's be honest, making things a lot easier for me. <laughs> True. Thank you. But yes. Uh, so, yeah, as, as, aside from just Gemma, but thank you so much, Gemma, mm-hmm. for that room. That was, you gave us that a was good, phenomenal. strong finish. Um, but, yeah, everyone from this season has just been wonderful. It's been really a, a, a lot of interesting... We had some like stuff early on where we were pirates for like four episodes in a row for different <laughs> types of pirates, which was wild. But yes, it was fantastic. Um, we we kind of risk a lot going into these because we don't like we we can't see the rooms beforehand. Yeah. So we can't vet them for like is this a good room? Is this a bad room? We just sort of play them, and it just so happens you that you guys are all, great, are all really good, you're all very talented, and you've given us great rooms to play uh, all season, which is been wonderful and makes me feel better because if we, it was a bad room I would have had to say to someone like oh I'm sorry we won't publish this episode but that hasn't happened which is great mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what I would do in that situation so I'm glad is that, is that why that. we're going to not do uh, one big chunk next year because we're worried we're pushing our luck yeah one day, one day someone's going to give us a terrible room we'll have to be like oh no I'm I don't so know sorry. I, want, I, I just sort of wonder could, like, could that happen or oh, of course are we self-selecting enough what if none of these what if uh, every single one of these uh, locks on these box they were all just a four-digit combo none of them were marked any differently so you didn't know which one you unlocked with any combo uh and and that is actually you know what that's a bloody good point that we didn't discuss there are multiple four-digit locks in this one and and we never got confused we were never unsure about which one we were dealing with at any given time different distances that is something It's it's a really it's important and you did it very well. That's because I hate rooms that are just twenty locks, and uh-huh. you just have to try every lock. That's the most. That's the worst thing. Ugh. Yeah, it just it's just not fun. You should you always should, you, should you should always know. know where you need to put it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't notice until right now that that happened exactly as planned. So good on you. Yeah, we did a room once where uh, every every lock was a four digit code, and we found a bullet that had a four digit code on it, and there was a big draw marked ammo. And I thought, there you go. We found the bullet with the code. We got an ammo draw. Didn't work. Ugh. It was a different random draw. Mm-hmm. And then later on, we found that all of the four-digit codes are on bullets, and they're all <laughs> strewn throughout, and that didn't mean anything. That was not that was a, easy was, was to sad, know what where we were supposed to be doing. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, but but yeah, so thank you so much for bringing us the room. It was, it was fantastic. Um, for people who want to check out... Uh, your your podcast, Gem the GM. Do you want to give them a rundown of where they can find that? Sure, yeah. So it's uh, Gem the GM, and you can find it anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, so just search it on iTunes or Spotify, or it's published with Anchor, so you can listen to it directly there as well. Wonderful. And you can find me on Facebook. Just search Gem the GM. And she's very friendly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, wonderful. Yeah, so there'll be links to that below as well. But definitely check it out. Even if uh, if you want to just, like, as a starting point, if you think, I love Escape This Podcast. Thank you. I don't know if I want to talk about Game Master stuff until I really know the person. Then go and, and listen to Jam running uh, Children of Mysaris and then think, wow, that's great. I should listen to more of this. And then you can listen to all of the other but even, cool GM And if you stuff. don't want to do that, just do listen to the good GM stuff because yeah, she has good points. She's very insightful and has some great guests as well. And yeah. that's not us. That wasn't a hint. It's no, not like, we weren't we're not the, Tommy Haunted, we're, And we're not cool. the great guests. Um, it's just actual great guests. But yeah. Uh, so, so definitely go check it out. Uh, if you want to see more of what we're doing, uh, you can go and check out Solve This Murder, our other show. Uh, when we try to solve murder mysteries. Interesting first st starting point. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, you can check out the stuff we do on Twitch or the Nancy. We've played through every single Nancy Drew game and all that sort of stuff. There's links to all that below. Uh, and if you want to help support the show and support the network and what we do, uh, you can check out our Patreon. You can donate. Anyone at any donation level has a chance to appear as an NPC in one of Danny's rooms or in one of the Solve This Murder episodes. Next year we're going to um, get a whole bunch yeah, of NPCs there's out. There's a lot of extra rooms next year, so... So this is the time to sign up. Uh, for five dollars, uh, you get all the bonus episode, all the two-minute mystery solving that we do, all the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, the play tests, the remember this podcast from this season, uh, the time we designed an entire uh, uh, Egypt-based room oh, yeah. with a bunch of guest designers from last season. Lots of fun stuff. Uh, so check that out. So, oh, and then there's badges for our ten-dollar donors and. Uh, it's a, just a really great way to help support the show. If you can't support on Patreon, don't worry. Just go tell a friend about the show. Spread the word. Uh, if every single one of you got one friend to listen, nag well, your audience. Nag your other favorite podcasters to collaborate with us. Nag any celebrity that nag you know. Everybody, everybody nag everyone and tell them how cool our show is. All right. That's thank what you. people want for Christmas. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a Christmas episode. Fort Maybe in a fort. In a fort no, no, next week. No, next this, week. Is, this is podcast. Next week. This is we'll be back next week uh, with a Christmas episode. Thank you again, Gemma, for coming on. It was wonderful to have you. Thanks for having me. All right. And thank you, Dan, for thank playing you. so well. Thank you for doing a lot of work. I can't this believe season. I let you out of that box. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.